Hey, hey, hey. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Waxing Podcast. I am Kirsten. I am having the absolute pleasure today of feeding you some um, Uproot Wax Denver content. Um, I've had a lot of people request Emily, and although I feel like some people forgot that she was actually on my season one, she was somebody that I reached out to a long time ago, like over a year ago. She had just started her Instagram. She had like 700 followers, but like I just loved her so much, and I wanted everyone to know her. She's so down to earth. She's so chill. She says what she wants to say, um, and I respect the heavily shit out of that. Um, but yeah, I messaged her. I feel like there's like a lot of background conversation going on in my office. I don't know if you guys can hear that or not, but my bad. Um, but yeah, I messaged her over a year ago. We hit it off. We became friends. We've been talking over the years and I wanted to get her back on because now she is literally living her best thriving esthetician life. She has over like 12,000 followers. She does these amazing reels. She has these bomb ass t-shirts that she sells. They're vegan quality. Um, I love to support them. They're really intriguing. They are very like design, um, heavy in a good way. So yeah, I wanted just to bring her back on. I wanted to talk about life with her and talk about, um, um, you know, how to live your best esthetician life and how to, and this kind of goes with the episode that I did last week with, um, with the boundaries and, you know, the burnout and all of that stuff. So I just genuinely enjoy her and I think a lot of my listeners do too. So if you are, um, ready to get going. This is a long episode, so I won't keep this intro super crazy. Um, we will go right in. All right, guys. See ya on the other side. Da, 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 da. You are listening to The Waxing Podcast. My name's Kirsten, and I am also known as Tampa Waxer on Instagram. If you are somebody who wants to talk all things waxing, navigate through the beauty industry, as well as some business tips, then this is the place for you. Let's get started. It always says that now. (laughs) Yeah. And it makes me like click, got it. (laughs) Like, okay. I I agree. And and I don't think listeners even hear that part of like this meeting is being recorded. But if anyone's on Zoom lately, I think they changed that guideline for like the purpose of like probably people recording shit without people knowing. Which I love that though. I know. (laughs) I just think it's hilarious because it's like this meeting is being recorded. Mm -hmm. She's like kind of like bossy if you think about it. Like she's got this like like deep tone. I actually had to download Zoom like five minutes before this. Nuh-uh. Yeah. I've never – well, I used it on my iPad. So when we first did – We did do it on your iPad. Yeah. And I was sitting in this spot but on the floor – with like books to hold my iPad. It was like right when I got in here, which is crazy. I love that. And also how funny is this? So you and I um, have been talking about being on the podcast again for, I don't know, three weeks, two weeks, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Um, Two days ago, I had a girl who messages me and she's like, can you like, please have Emily on the podcast? Like, I would really like to listen to her. And I was like, she was in my season one, but like, also she's going to be on my podcast this week, which is really funny how like that, that worked out. But like, I, I feel like 
sometimes people hop on and like listen to maybe season like three because it's like the most updated. But yes, Emily was on my podcast. Yes. Season one. It was you were, fun. You were one of my first few guests and I was yeah. so intrigued by you oh. because you're just very like, I don't know. I, I think at the time, like, cause that was probably over a year ago. I yeah. think you are so different and at least my, like my world that I was following. Yeah. And like now I just feel like you've inspired like so many people because I see like more of your style popping up in other people's yeah. studios. I'm not saying that they're copying by any means, but I, I think they're bringing, <laughs> LOL. I think that th- you're bringing out this like I don't know. The dark side. You are. You're bringing out a fun dark side. Yes. Like, I don't know. I've always wanted to be different and I've never been like the super girly girl. So I just, I don't know. When I started showing like my studio reno, I feel like that's when I really like got to show like my style and my, my vibe, you know? I know. And I love it. And you keep picking up like new pieces every single day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm here clients. for it. They, my clients are always like, did you add that? Did you add that? Was that here? (laughs) Tell me a little bit about your clients. Tell me like your vibe. Tell me like, do they really match up with like who you are as a person? Like, like what's your percentage of like down ones? Cause you're not accepting new clients anymore. Not really. Like I've taken on a few here or there, but like, I'm not really bringing on any new like brow clients. Like Mm -hmm. Sometimes like this one girl booked a Brazilian in full face and I was like, okay, I'll accept that because it's like, well, she's like down. She wants to like come get waxed, but like a chin and a lip, like I don't really have time. I'm trying to like get people in that, you know, are all about it, but not that people that get their chin waxed are not about it, but yeah, no, I think like, I don't know. I think I know what you mean though. It's like, I mean, if somebody's going to like want to be a Brazilian client I'm way more yeah. in, I'm way more enticed to bring them on than I am yeah. about like a brow I, client I want to do Brazilians all day but that's I feel like every waxer I talk to they say the same thing and I don't know if it's just because we are like zoned into it we know mm. exactly what we're doing and we're just like wham bam um but then when I have to stop and sit and do a brow wax I get tired I'm I don't know it's so different for me I'd rather just do Brazilians all day but I think like for me is when I do Brazilians, like I don't really have to think. Yeah. I just kind of do. And yep. like there's really one goal and it's to remove the hair. And I think yeah. with brows, like it can just be so like picky and like a, opinionated and like it's just, I, I don't know, people use different products. Like it, it just – a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like there's too many like things that go into a brow wax like the yeah. the 15 I don't know however you book yours out for but like 15 minute brow waxes and 15 minute Brazilians feel very different yeah oh yeah totally you know it goes by in a flash with a Brazilian for sure yeah so I think today and I wanted to bring you on I know that we're kind of improving this which was so fun and exciting for me to do because you yes. know I think when you improv some really fun things come about but I think we we could should really like shoot down just like how to live your best life as an esthetician, because I, my last couple of episodes have been kind of about like imposter syndrome and kind of breaking through what you thought was possible. Yeah. Um, and then the last one that I did, which technically isn't even aired yet. Cause I'm doing this with you before it airs, but like I talk a lot about burnout 
And I talk a lot about how to like avoid burnout because it's, it's possible and it's happened to everybody. And especially when you've been in the industry for as long as you and I have, I've experienced burnout a lot of times. And I kind of talked about like, you know, it's such a good idea to like really ask yourself like a deep why, like, why are you feeling burnout? I literally have that on my notes. (laughs) Did you? Yay. Yeah. I was like, you really have to like ask yourself, why do you want to do something? Like, is it because Becky and Stacy are doing it on Instagram and it looks cute or looks fun or they're making a lot of money or why? Yeah. You actually like doing it. Yeah. Like I love waxing and like mm-hmm. I started doing lamination because I saw everyone else doing it. And now I'm taking it off my menu because I'm like, it it's doesn't tough. annoy me, but it's an hour of sitting. And I'm like, I'm a waxer. I want to yeah. like be fast, move fast. And like, that's just how my brain works. I don't know if I'm self-diagnosed ADD, but I don't, I don't like slowing down really. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think like, I could feel that. I mean, I don't know, like recently, probably in the last year, like I picked up hydrofacials and I was like, you know what? I need to change. Like I'm going to do hydrofacials. And then I started doing them and I'm like, I fucking hate this. Like, I don't like this. I, I, I wanted to like it because I wanted to just do something different. I wanted to like expand and kind of like whatever, but I, I fucking hated it. Yeah. And I just started being like, okay, well, maybe I'll just take my existing ones, right? So I did that for a while. And then finally, like, thank God, it just like kind of worked in my favor that like I got the position that I got at fur and yeah. had to go Congrats, down. Congrats, by the thank way. Thank you. But like mm-hmm. I had to go down and and I had to eliminate that service. And I thought yeah. to myself, like, God, thank and it was such a like breath. It's like I didn't dislike them, but every time I'd see it on my books, I was just kind of like, eh. Yeah. That's you know? exactly how I feel about laminations. I'm like, my clients are happy when I do them and it makes them happy. So I'll just get it over with. But every time I saw my books, I'm just like, but like, but I totally think that that could go into like burnout. I think that like, if you're not excited about what your day looks like, that can be Mm -hmm. totally exhausting. Like, or maybe if you're, you know, working from like 7am to 7pm, like that could look really ugly. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like really going into like, how do you live your best life as an esthetician, you know? And I think you're a great example for this because I think as I've at least watched you grow and like watched you, I mean, as much as I've been following you, of course, um, you've been following me since the beginning. Like, <laughs> I, I, I have been following you since the beginning, but I've also like really enjoyed watching your boundaries change. I've mm-hmm. watched you kind of like evolve into like more of a like high standards, like in terms of like, this is what I'm going to accept. And I think the biggest thing that happened to you thus far, I think the biggest shakedown that happened with you is you spoke up about how you feel about vaccinations. And like uh-huh. at the end of the day, like it's however one feels. Yeah. But I love that you were like, Hey, this is how I feel. And you should be okay with that because yeah. I'm okay with how you feel. Yep. Boundaries so I, is like a huge, good topic right now. It I is a like huge, good topic. That. Tell like, me one thing, because you are the one that are receiving the DMS. Are oh, you man. getting more claps yes. right now? I yeah, totally. So I had over 150 estheticians message me when I posted that, um, you know, this uh, establishment doesn't discriminate against sex, race, gender, mm-hmm. creed, vaccination, non-vaccination, like non-vaccinated. I was terrified. I was like shaking when yeah, I was Yeah, how was that it. posting? <laughs> it was so scary because... 
I saw um, Olga. She uh, waxaholic. She always yeah. posts her um, her stance and like her stuff. And I'm like, man, I want to do that one day, but I'm not there yet. Like when I first started seeing her post about it, because I was terrified to lose people. But I'm like, it feels so much better to live your authentic self, speak your mind, especially today. Like when everyone is so terrified to say anything, to do Mm -hmm. the wrong thing. I'm so tired of it. Like I'm so tired of walking on eggshells with people and since all of this COVID shit has started, my clients kind of use me as like a soundboard, not all of them, mm-hmm. but we're, we were there for each other in the beginning. Like when I reopened May 9th or May 19th last year, we were all talking about it, right? Like COVID. Oh, how was quarantine? I was going crazy. Like, and then I got used to it, blah, blah, blah. But then once uh, the vaccines came out, all of my clients thought it was okay to ask me, like, when are you getting vaccinated? Are mm-hmm. you getting vaccinated? This and that. And I'm like, no. And I was honest with them. I'm like, I don't plan on getting it. And some of them like reacted like, oh, okay. And then we just kind of left it. And then some were like, what do you, what, what is wrong with you? Like, blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, and like, what a weird is, question to ask. What is yeah. wrong with you? It's like, well, why what is wrong is, with you asking that question? Yeah. <laughs> why is this being brought up during your Brazilian wax, like it's nobody's business, but it's what the media has done is they've created Mm -hmm. this like atmosphere where people can just probe at you and ask you about your personal life. And I'm like, if you're vaccinated, why are you worried? Like, yeah, if your vaccine works, why are you worried about me getting it? And they're like, well, it makes my symptoms less severe. And I'm like, that's for you then. It's not about me. And even people with the vaccine can transmit COVID. I know. So it, you know, it's a, it's a divide and so I, I had to stop it basically. That's now, why I made the post. Now, how has your feedback been from like clients? Cause I know they all probably follow you. I think that's the one thing about solopreneurship yeah. is like most, most of them follow you. Yeah. I feel like most of them do. Uh, most of my clients don't even know I sell t-shirts. So <laughs> I feel like some of them don't follow me. Yeah. They're like what t-shirts? I'm like, you're like so, these. <laughs> I know. I'm like, uh, I make t-shirts for estheticians and waxers. And they're like, oh, they think it's the weirdest thing. But oh my God. Um, We're so like I this cult really, community. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, Emily, give me more t-shirts. <laughs> like, what do you do for a living? Uh, I don't know. I don't I'm know a t-shirt slayer. <laughs> yeah. And I like rip pubes out. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. So most of my clients are chill about it. I have some in my mind that I'm like, are did they see it? Because there are some that have literally like straight up in their um, appointment have talked shit about people who refuse to get vaccinated. And Mm -hmm. I just like keep my mouth shut and I'm uncomfortable. And I'm like, why is this happening in my place of work? Like so disrespectful, but I mean, and I I guess we'll see when they come in. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And it's like one of those things too, where it's like, I don't know. People lay so much shit on us like every single day too. Yeah. And like, if you think about it, like, I guess maybe because they think you guys vibe or like my clients vibe with me that like we would think the same across the board, right. but it's like funny how comfortable people get and how they're like, wait, you don't think the same as me. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, no. you it's know what like, I mean? Like, like I think- oh, Emily's nice. I'm sure she's, uh, goes this way or that way or thinks this or that. I'm like, yeah, it's not very fair to assume. And no. 
And I think too, I think like most of the time, like people in this day and age think, okay, you're black or you're white in terms of like thinking. And I'm kind of like really colorful. And I think that that's like the best way to describe me. (laughs) Nothing turns me off. Like, I mean, really like, I mean, yes. Like the very extreme comments of anything ticks me off. But for the most part, like I can really handle probably any conversation you throw at me. I just love joking around and like making weird jokes. But these days I feel like you can't really do that or you're considered like, you know, this label, this label. And it's like, I'm a great person. I'm super kind to everyone. Yeah. But I'm also like a smart ass sometimes and like to joke Mm -hmm. around, but I know my clients that I can joke with and I know my clients that I can't. So I kind of just yeah, you have same. to feel the room and yeah. yeah. So like just with that in general, I think just kind of setting the tone for your own business. I think that that helps, especially like lift off so much pressure and like so much, like, do you feel like a relief from just sharing? Like, I mean, that's just one thing you share so much, you know what I mean? Just like I've witnessed like on your stories, like when you've had somebody kind of just like really disrespect your time, like I've Mm -hmm. seen you get on there and you're just kind of like, Hey, like listen up. And I think that Mm -hmm. that's also like a set of boundaries. Yeah, no, we have to. And everyone's scared to like have set policies in the beginning or speak their mind. And I'm like, just stop living in fear. Like, not everyone Mm -hmm. is going to like you. Not everyone is going to agree with your policies. Um, I've seen that's like all I see on Instagram are us on here defending ourselves and like talking about our policies. And I'm like, it gets annoying. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't want to have to talk about it on my story. So I always take care of that on the side. And I was in the beginning talking about it, but I'm like, I don't want to annoy people like the 99% of people that do respect my time. I don't want to put that on them. So I yeah. just communicate with those clients specifically and, you know, fire them or. Well, know, and that's like the great thing about working for yourself. So like, I guess for like a new esthetician, right? Like coming into the scene, maybe they've been working somewhere or maybe they're an employee, but they don't want to be, I guess like, let's just talk about like some, I don't know. Let's talk about some things that we can kind of speed up their process. I think number one, setting a policy in place instantly, like making it so important. It's like not even funny. <laughs> yeah, cover your ass. Like cover your ass so that you don't have to like sit there and explain to them over text or email. Like, please refer to policy. In my policy, it states that you cancel outside of the 24 hours, you know, or for sure. however it's, many hours you require. we give. I know, which I mean, at least 24. I think everyone should give I themselves 24. 24. Yeah. yeah. I think a little bit more I can see, but yeah. A hundred percent, 24. As long as you set those policies and those people sign on it, you're good. Um, But let people know, like, please read my policies before you agree uh, to book your appointment. I follow these very strictly. My time is very important. I take your time very important. And um, yeah, then people can't blow up on you. I've rarely had people like get super upset with me because I'm very upfront about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I always say, thank you for respecting my policies. When they agree to pay the fee, I take card on file. You have to do all of that. You don't, you know, 
I had a girl on my podcast a couple of weeks ago. Her name is Trayvon. Um, she's amazing. And, you know, she is a teacher by mm-hmm. day, esthetician by oh. night. So what was really cool about her is that imagine like a teacher, like they're very like strict on time and on policies. And like, it's just a very um, tight knit community of like teachers just are like, they're very trained to be like on a schedule. Um, She has so many gates to go in to before you can book an appointment. And I'm like, I love that because I think I was talking to her about this is like so many people, estheticians, like they just want to make it as easy as possible. Hey, Mm -hmm. like I want, like when they first start out, right? Like I want to make this so easy for you to book, but like she's opposite. She's like, I want to make it so worth your time to book that you and mine that you go through multiple series of like, you know, like she has like. Um, her policy that they have to sign before they even get to the next thing. And then the next thing they have to put down a credit card file. And then the next thing I think that she like shares something with them. I can't remember, but they had to like accept that. And then, then like, and then they can book their appointment. And I kind of was down with that. Like, I was like, you know what? I kind of like it because you, and she said every single new client will be at her door 10 minutes before no doubt. And they are like, she is not playing around. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's it, like we, we don't it, we have don't. a lot of time to mess around with. You know, we book, I book every 20 minutes. So it's like, yep. you got to let people know what's up. This is a quick in and out thing. But Literally. I also don't want to rush through your service. So get here on time. And yeah, if I booked with somebody and I didn't have to fill out any paperwork, I'd be kind of concerned. I know? think so too. Like yeah. no questionnaire. They don't want to know anything about me before I come in. Like that's weird. Yeah. And I think too, it's like, I could even see like a client not being in this industry being like, I mean, that's like why we're not taken serious because sometimes we don't even take ourselves serious. And I think that's the number one problem. I think when people start taking themselves and their business serious, that's when they gather a whole new set of clients. Right. Everyone's focused on the wrong shit. Yeah. And another wrong. And like, and I, I personally think that another wrong thing that people do is um, spread themselves out too thin in yeah. this industry. Burnout. So tell me like a little bit about like what your days look like in terms of making sure that you don't lose your mind every single week. Oh my God. Well, <laughs> I work out almost every day and that mm-hmm. really is my go-to. Like I have to, or else I like cry myself to sleep at night or I'm like mean to my boyfriend, like I have to work out. It's just like, is that something you do first thing in the morning? Yeah. So we wake up around like four 30 or five every day. Mm -hmm. I know you're crazy. Yeah. (laughs) a little bit. (laughs) I don't know. We started that like a long time ago and all of our friends make fun of us. It's totally fine. Mm -hmm. But, uh, we wake up super early, usually go to the gym unless I'm working an early day, which are Tuesdays and Fridays. Um, and then I'll do like a hike later or I just rest those days. Yeah. Um, but I work Tuesday morning, 8.30 to 2 o'clock. And I'll get there at 7 a.m. Because I like to get here super early so I can like do yeah. social media, mm-hmm. do, you know, clean. I always vacuum in the morning, um, get my barbicide ready, get ev- sticks, everything ready. You know how it goes. Like yep. you have to prep. And then I eat 
Um, but I don't like to be rushed. So I get there an hour and a half early, which people mm-hmm. think are cra- is crazy too. I don't because I think that you're set out time. And I think what I want to highlight about what you just said is you set out yeah. time for social media. Yeah. I think that a lot of us like really just like have 15 minutes. So we pop right on and I think it's smart. And I also think that it's been very calculated how you've been growing your gram. Um, because I think you give your Instagram just the right amount of attention and you almost give yourself a window to really focus on Instagram. Yeah. I specifically plan out days to like film reels. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't, I haven't filmed reels in like a couple of weeks I've been like in I've been feeling very unmotivated me too very un like no mm-hmm. create creative sparks nothing like today I kind of felt it a little bit but but then that's just like another thing out. you do yeah. have to write that out do not yeah. force content oh my god no it's no. it's not fun for any it's not fun for you most of the time it, it might convert but like I don't know I have not posted a reel in so long because I have just not been in the mood to be yeah. completely frank, I have been in zero mood. Oh. I just posted something today. It took me five seconds to post and I just popped yeah. it off and went yeah. without my day. You know, I'm just like, I, I have the thinking process in content right now is not vibing with me. Yeah. I love stories because most people watch stories and a mm-hmm. lot of people see them. And I feel like I can be myself on there and I connect with people the most on there. But posts, reels, videos, IGTV, that's what grows your um, platform or your profile. So like, it's been stressing me out that I've lost like hundreds of followers after my human rights post. (laughs) Have you? (laughs) Yeah, but that's fine. It's, I want people who vibe my way, but, um, yeah. And I'm like, I'm not growing, but I honestly don't care right now. I'm really happy in the space I'm in and with the people in my group and everyone's just really positive and really supportive in my DMS and comments. So it's a good place to be, you know? Yeah. I think stories too bad. Stories couldn't grow your Instagram. I feel like, like a lot no. of us would soar in stories. There's I feel like it's no they good <laughs> stories. They should put stories in the explore page, like have a little, maybe they will one day, but yeah. Cause stories are cool. so stories is like where the personalities come out. Like uh, that's all I watch. I like rarely scroll. That's what I'm horrible at is I don't scroll and like interact a lot with people. I'm a bad commenter. I, I'm such a bad commenter. I'm never in anybody's comments and I always like apologize. I, know. <laughs> I try. Like, I'll go in there a couple times. Yeah. If stuff is funny or like someone looks super hot, I'm like, okay, I have to like get yeah. some fire flames, but for <laughs> like, sure. And some like dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's like my go-to. I'm always like dead because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm right. genuinely cracking the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> oh my god okay let's see let's talk about I know we talked about oh I want to talk to you about like I feel like diet I feel like I've seen so many estheticians talk about like and I've done it too where we've just been so busy that we like shoved down a protein bar or we've like inhaled like I don't know a fast food restaurant or like whatever and I feel like it's so important to like give yourself a time to sit down and like eat your food. Yep. Yeah. So why is that like a new, that's always like a new esthetician. You know what I mean? It's like a sorority. It's like, you have to be this, you have to spread yourself so thin in the beginning and then give yourself boundaries at the end. And it's like, why can't we just start doing that in the beginning? Yeah. 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 Everyone 
yeah, I've been seeing everyone talk about F hustle culture. Like I want to be booked and at peace, blah, blah, blah. And it's great. Yeah, it is good. Cause why did we feel like we had to like spread ourselves so thin in the beginning? We would brag about it. I know. I'm, and I almost feel like we shouldn't be doing those lineups either. Like I've done them too, where it's like today's lineup. I got Brazilian. Yeah, Brazilian, Brazilian I know. I've seen that. Brought, and it's like, maybe that makes the next esthetician feel like shit. Because when I first started, I had two people in a day. Me too. And they were three hours apart from each other. Yep. And I'd sit my ass there. And or maybe go to TJ Maxx and spend money. Cry. Yeah. Or go eat. Spend Um, money I did not have for sure. Yeah. In the beginning, like you don't have that many clients, but yeah, you want to hustle and get people in. But that doesn't mean once you start getting popping, you have to take 20 to 30 people in a day. Like Mm -hmm. I've seen some girls lineups on here where they work from like 9am to 7 or 8pm. I'm like, to hell with that. My I know the nine to eights. Yeah. I I wouldn't like people after four. No, (laughs) I would literally in my stories, like if you're coming after four, don't fucking talk to me. Yeah. I was like, this is going to be a silent appointment. Thank you. Oh my God. Yeah. Those long hours kill me. I I mean, kill me. Yeah. I, I used know. to do that at European wax center, uh, for five years. So I was done with that when I went on my own, you know? Yep. For sure. And but, I, Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, you have to book a lunch break. Like I see some people don't book lunch breaks and I book a half hour every day. Even if I only work six hours, I have to have yeah. that split, that break to look forward to where I can go eat, drink water and just be silent, you know? <laughs> I've always had a rule and I never will break it, but I will never take a client early at the first of my day. Mm-hmm. So like I start at 1030 and if my client walks in at 1020, I'm not taking them till 1030. You're getting, yeah. ta- that is my rule to myself. <laughs> I will not take a client early if they're my first appointment Yeah. <laughs> or I will not take a client early if it's between, if it's in my lunchtime. Oh yeah. No, I lock my door. Yeah. Good <laughs> for you. It. Good for you. I won't do it. Would show up. So I have clients. It drives me nuts. Every time I'm like, guys, I, your appointments at eight 30. If you're my first appointment, that door is going to stay locked until eight 30. <laughs> I've had creeps like walking around here at seven, seven 30 in the morning, trying to come in here. And I, so I keep it locked. And if you get here at eight 20 and you're in a rush, that's it's your appointments at eight 30. So they'll like keep knocking on the door, call me, text me. I'm like, I'll be up at eight 30. And then same with my lunch break. I'm like, I'm eating lunch. I'll be up at whatever time three, leave me alone. But they're like worried about me. They think someone's in here killing me. So oh my God. Well, at least they like love you in that way. Yeah, yeah. I always want to ask a solopreneur this because I honestly would think that you guys have to have multiple heart attacks a day with how many people like clients come through your phone. Do you wish, or if you could change anything, like, would you have gotten another phone? Um, I wouldn't, I thought about that. I've seen people do that, but it's just like, it's like, how do you keep track of all these clients? Yeah. It stressed me out even more. Like, yeah. I don't text people past a certain time. I don't text them on the weekends back. Um, but like Monday through Friday, even if I, I don't work Mondays or Thursdays, I'll still text them back. And 
like fix their appointment for them or whatever. Like yesterday, it was like the day for people to text me and it was just one after the other. I'm like, oh my God. Well, like, cause like, do you just have like a lot of unopened messages in your, in your phone, like in your messages? Um, text? No, I stay on top of it because I, okay. I don't like that because I, it stresses me out. Me I mean, it could be someone that's coming in tomorrow, but DMS, mm-hmm. I don't get to DM. So please don't DM me about your appointment today or tomorrow. I've had people do that be like, I'm running late and I didn't see it. And then I call them and they're like, I DM'd you. And I'm like, well, that's Instagram. You're like, bro, I, I got a mill people in my DMs. <laughs> no, I don't allow Instagram to notify me on my phone. That's a, it's an app. It's a social media app. It's not a way to contact your, mm-hmm. you, you contact your doctor through Instagram. Yep. I know. You know? And I think people, it's so, Instagram's too casual. Like it really ex- is. Like yeah. especially when my clients want to book appointments, I'm like, no, here's the phone number. I do not do inst. I do not do DM appointments. Nope. Google it. It's on my website. Figaro. Yeah, I pay for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you can find it on Yelp too somewhere. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um. So let's see. I'm like, you know, I love an improv, but like at sometimes I'm kind of like, all right, where are we at? I don't even know if I'm answering all of your questions. You're answering all of them. Because I think for one, and I I hope like, and I think for the majority, like at at this point in the podcast, people have like looked at your Instagram because they're like, all right, let's see who we're talking about. So like, as you can see, she's vegan. She works out every day. She keeps her mind right. You do many walks, many hikes. Mm Mm-hmm. You have your schedule booked exactly how you want it. Yes, ma'am. I want to talk about your t-shirts. Okay. I want to talk about your t-shirts because, okay, I know. I'm currently wearing (laughs) your crew neck in my 90 degree weather. That is what I like to call Florida. Yep. I want to talk about, because I get so many compliments at work by clients, you know, that just see it. And they're like, damn, that's badass. Like they don't even know what it says. It's just like the, it's just the overall aesthetic is like so cool. So like, tell me a little bit about your t-shirt company. Tell me about like, cause I, you do it different and I think you're going to answer it for me. But like, I think I kind of gave people like an outlet being like, she's vegan. Yeah. I mean, so the reason I started it in the beginning was because everyone's t-shirts that were popping up with wax. It's not your vibe. It's not, I'm not going to wear a pink t-shirt. I'm not mm-hmm. going to wear like queen princess this. And I, it's just not my vibe, like little bright colors and pastels. I don't know. I wanted a shirt for my like edgier chicks, you know, mm-hmm. like I grew up a tomboy. I wear black most of the time or like neutrals. And I, I was like, well, I guess I'll do it. So then I had to source sustainable fabrics because being vegan, yeah, I care about like the earth and animals. And I wanted to make sure that if this was going to be a big thing, I wanted to make sure my, you know, impact on the environment wasn't substantial. So the cotton industry is horrible. It's really Mm -hmm. bad. And if it's not organic, unfortunately, they use so many pesticides and just shit. And then it ruins our environment. Um, so I had to find organic, but then I found district three teas mm-hmm. and they are recycled fabric teas. So I use those mainly. And then I actually just spent like a month 
searching and trying to source this one brand that is going to be coming out soon, like on some with some new designs. And I had to order them from Scotland. Wow. <laughs> and like, I think the shipping was like $60. Uh-huh. Um, and that was just for samples. So I don't know. It's a lot of money up front. And everyone always asks me, like, how do you do this? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, figure it out first of all. Mm, <laughs> like, triage. I have spent it's so work. much time sourcing the the brands, uh, the print shop, my graphic designers, like, and everybody just wants me to like I give know. it to them. And I'm yeah. like, I'm sorry, like, girlfriend, if you want this, go get it. I agree. I can't yeah. hold your hand. And this is like, does Nike give away their, their graphic designers? Does Nike tell you exact? No. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's the thing with Instagram is they see these people on here and they're like, oh, I'm, I'm just going to ask her and figure it out. But like, I'm not, I'm not a business coach. I, I love to inspire people and I mm-hmm. love to create content, but I, it like drains me a lot when I get asked time after time, like, what brand do you use? Where do you buy your shirts from? Like, I can't. Well, because I think too, it's like, I hope it doesn't come off mean. No, no. And the reason I'm going to back you up is because I've dealt with kind of like the same stuff too. Like I have people that, um, and if, yeah, if you're like listening and you're like, you might be one of these people, like, this is just the truth. It's like, I have people that are like, Hey, um, you know, I just started out and I really like like XYZ and like, could you tell me where you get this? And like, how did you do this? And like, do you have any advice for this? And I'm kind of like, God damn, like three questions. That's going to take me like just way too much time to like, I love hitting like some voice messages here and there. Like I will, I will definitely be like, Hey, what's up? I'm reading your message. I think that's awesome. Like I have people that are like, Hey, I finally left European wax center. And I just wanted to tell you, cause I was inspired by this. Oh my God. That's fucking awesome. I'm so happy for you. Like, whatever. Or like, Hey, like, could you shoot me in the right direction? I hop on. Sure. Da, 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 da. But yeah, when yeah. it comes to like concrete information and it's like way too detailed, I'm like, mm, I, I don't know. I don't think people understand how overwhelming it is to get those messages time and time again. We're like running a business. Mm-hmm. I'm dealing with my clients, like my paid customers that come in and then my personal life, my family uh, tasks I have to do for the day. And then I get messages from people who are like, what, where did you find your t-shirts? And it sounds so simple. I could just give her the answer, but I'm like, I've taken time out of my life to Mm -hmm. research and put in the work because I really wanted it, you know? And so to have somebody, especially these younger, like the younger generation, like they just expect people to like hold their hand and walk them across the bridge to, uh, I don't know. Wizard of Oz. What am I trying to say? <laughs> like mm-hmm. to the fruit know. to they eat. Just expect you to like do everything for them, give them all the answers. When did you go on a Facebook group? Do you know how much I hounded on Facebook groups when That's I That's what they're there for. Yeah. I mm-hmm. searched through everything. I like a little detective. Yep. And also like, I guess my advice, like instead of like just ending it there, I would love to share advice that I have for people that have questions about stuff like that, that they may not know. I think the best thing that you can do in this industry is like, get yourself a networking group. And who did I listen? I forget who I listened to this interview with, you know, I was in like a beauty lab, um, event. Mm -hmm. I want to say maybe even listening to Alyssa, um, Cotter, um, 
she said this and I really was like, man, I actually kind of agree, but she was like, the best thing you can do in this industry and how you can grow is grow with people that are growing on in the same like way as you. So like, you know, don't be like starting off brand new, no knowledge, and then hit somebody up. Who's like an eight year esthetician, because to be honest, that eight year esthetician has worked for so long and they really have fought hard for those answers and those problems that are being solved currently with them. Right. It's like, no, why don't you hit up somebody who's like been a two year or like a one year and then like network with them. And then as you grow networking together where like you guys can problem solve together. Does that make sense? Like, I think like where I was at was like, I obviously networked with like you and Mackenzie and Ashley and like people that were like starting the same kind of things as me. Yep. And I now bounce off of you guys. Yeah. You know, that like same energy. Yeah. Yeah. We're like kind of like in the same up. Yeah. Yeah. And not up. Like we're not like, Ooh, we're up. No, No, I'm talking about it. We're like in the same place in life. Yeah. We all started somewhere, you know, like we all did, but I, I didn't hit up like Casey Boone and ask her like a bunch of freaking questions and expect her to just help me start my business and grow. Like I listened to all of her podcast episodes Yeah, with Lorena. Like, Well, and to touch on that, Lorena, I've done a podcast with them. So some would say like, oh, Kirsten's like tight with them. But guess what I just did? I literally just bought a $250 hour session with Lorena the other day to pick her brain. Wow. Because she's so much more ahead than me. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. I, I, I respect her knowledge and therefore I respect her time. And I, you know, she offers a one-on-one. And so I happily said, Hey, Lorena, like, I know you just had a baby. Please let me know when you're available for one-on-ones. We schedule a date. I paid my money and I got my, uh, I got a great hour with her. That's amazing. You know, but you got to respect those people. Like time Mm -hmm. is money. And I think we're learning that like the more we grow, my time is so valuable. So I can't take, you know, hours and hours responding back and helping you through your business, you know? Mm -hmm. So you should find someone like a business coach or a mentor Mm -hmm. who offers that and then you can pay for their services and it's a write-off. It's a write-off. What? That's amazing. You know? I know. It's it's incredible. Yeah. You know what? Your shirts are write-offs. Yeah. If you think about it, they are for like me, like if I buy a shirt of yours, like technically I I would wear this to work. So it's for work and it could be like research and development too, you know, something like that. Okay. So I know you're coming out with a new shirt. Yeah. Give me a sneak. A couple. Give me a sneak peek. A little one. Any of them here. No, no. I mean, no, like, like verbally, like just, just a snippet. Let's, let's like, Um, just cause okay. This podcast is going to come out on the, I'll tell you when it's going to come out on the 22nd. Okay. Will the shirt have come out? Yeah. I want to drop this one. Um, hopefully Monday when mm-hmm. my Wi-Fi gets up at the other place. Cause everything's over there now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have another shirt. So if you're doing the 22nd, yeah. So I have another one that's actually I'm going to pick up on the 22nd okay. and it'll probably drop that week or the next week or whatever. Yeah. That one is a color that um, I haven't used yet, but mm-hmm. I mentioned it. So my rider dies will know mm-hmm. what color it is. Cause I've been, I wore it in a few reels 
Mm. And um, it's a simple design. The next two are simple. Okay. Um, Is it front back? My cat. What was that? Oh, (laughs) I hate George. (laughs) Yeah. So the one that's coming out next week has a little something on the front, but then it's just words on the back. So there's no design. Mm -hmm. Um, And that one's good for today's climate. Like what's going on in the world. Love it. Um, And then the one coming out later, October that one is just the front Love little it. simple. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. But I well, don't my, know how to like give a hint without giving it away. I know. So my favorite ones so far have been your first one ever. That one was golden. The logo. Yes. I love it. <laughs> yes. I get compliments on it all the time and it's completely oh your God. logo. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I need to make more of those. My fiance was like, damn, that shirt's fire. And I was like, it's super fire. That's what all of my clients who bought one and then uh, customers, like they say that all of their guys love oh, them. Super and cool. that guys in like out of state have, when my clients go out of state, they're like, I got compliments from all these dudes and they asked me what it was. And I told them it was waxing and they're like, Oh, <laughs> Oh, she got one in an extra large. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's so cool. My, one of my, that's my favorite one. I think actually yeah. uh, it's a tie. I love the spill the tea just because I I think it's like, an it's so funny. Anytime I get a compliment from my clients, I'm like, you know, they actually read it and they're like, Oh my God, that's so funny. And I'm like, yeah. So spill the tea. Yeah. Spill the tea, girl. It's a compliment. It's like a conversation starter. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. I'm excited to see your new shirts, of course. And I'm always excited that you come onto the podcast. I always like to do like a little thing for you. And, and like you start you last time on the podcast over a year ago, you were like, I don't even know where you were on your Instagram. Did you just, you had just maybe started it. Oh yeah. I feel like when you asked me to do it, I remember thinking like, I only have like 700 followers and I'm like, why does she want me? But you like saw my own style. And I think, yeah, I already knew you're like, Oh, this girl's doing good. And then I knew you were good at editing and I knew you were good at video making. So I think when reels really took off, I was like, damn, dude, she's got this. Like, (laughs) yeah, that's what's grown my Instagram the most, I would say. Yeah. And I encourage everyone to do reels. And I think that there's different ways. There's different ways you can do reels. They they all don't look alike. Nope. It's to whatever you want to do. You do a lot of, um, and you do a lot of, uh, uh, what's the word? you do no, but like you do a lot of interacting, like, yeah. like a lot of like back and forth wording. Right. And yes. then there's some Instagram, there's some reels that are music. There's some reels that are just super trendy, yep. you know, then there's like the, uh, like you don't, you don't do trendy reels. You do reels that are like our storylines. You do storyline. Yeah. That's what I it's love, called. Like, yeah. Where it's like a story, but I don't do any like dancing or anything. Cause it's just not me. And I, I'm so awkward. I, I don't do, I don't do the dancing either, no. but I think too, like people don't realize like you can even do reels without showing your face. Like yeah. there's so many ways to do reels. I think more yeah. important people always message me like the, your reels are so funny and cute, but like, I can't do them. And I'm like, you don't have to show your face. No, you- my favorite reels are the, like the organization videos, like home decor, like, and yeah. I don't see anyone in them. It's just like. So I know it's so pleasing. I like yeah. love a good wax melt. Yeah. That's a cute reel. Yep. Um, I love the S M A H S H. What's the noise ones? Oh, um, ASMR. 
What was I saying? A stay at home mom. I think I literally said like S H A H M. Yeah. <laughs> stay at home mom. H and M. Literally. Um, those are amazing. I love those too. I like Ashley I, needs to do more of those. She needs to do more. You know she what? Cracks me up with I that. I love her. I know. Um, Brow Yance just did one that was really cool. She oh, literally she? taped a mic on her client's forehead and then she did a brow wax and it was like oh my god God. it was she did yeah she did it on tiktok but she shared it on her stories yeah so that was really cool that was like man i love clients that are just down to be down right i feel like dirty Mm -hmm. bird her and i were talking about it like she needs to do some like ones with her like behind the scenes like prop setups and stuff like that i mean she was great her episode was great oh my god if you have not checked it out yet please do her instagram blows me away like i just saw the i was telling my client about the alien (laughs) and my client's like no she didn't i'm like yeah she fucking did alien on this girl's vagina (laughs) oh my god she literally was on my podcast being like yeah I have a girl that's gonna come in and do an alien we'll see if it works out or not and so when she did it there were people in her comments that were like I was waiting for this alien (laughs) from the podcast and I was laughing so hard because I was like oh my god but yeah she's so cool and like when she got on my podcast she's like oh my god I can't believe I'm in I'm on here and I was like shut the fuck up you are like golden oh my god she's she's amazing I love her style it's very unique yeah it is very cool and I think that's like another thing how to live your best esthetician life is to do whatever the freak you want do whatever you want stop trying to follow the crowd like people are so tired of seeing the same shit it's so true and like if like I I talked about this before it's like if you fake who you are every single day in your treatment room, yeah, that gets so old so quick. Your burnout, talk about immediate because yeah. now you have conformed this clientele that is so not you. Yeah. And now you have to keep up a persona throughout your career when you can just A1, be yourself. Yeah. Maybe you won't grow in the long way. I mean, I still think people grow exactly the same. I think that's like a huge myth. But I think long run, you'll be able to sustain a healthier relationship with your work. Yeah, totally. You know, you just have to do what's best for you. Like you don't Mm -hmm. have to take 20 people a day. You don't have to post this formation on Instagram. Like just do do what makes you happy and figure out why you're doing it too. Like we talked about in the beginning, like, yeah. do you really want to do this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. And it comes with everything. Do you really want to wax? Right. Okay. Yes. The answer is yes. George, right. he's so loud and proud. Um, do you really want to own a business? Do you really want to sell t-shirts or like, do you think it's right? cool? Emily does it, you know, do right. you want to, I mean, you could do it with any fucking thing. Yeah, like, you why are to. you doing it? Why? Yeah. I like, I've had clients come in that they're like, oh, you've inspired me to do this type of business, blah, blah. But they ask me like everything about how I do my Instagram and this and that. And I'm like, well, and it stresses them out. And I'm like, if it mm-hmm. stresses you out, I don't know. Like, it never stressed me out mm-hmm. to do Instagram. It, I was more excited. And all the time I was thinking about new ideas, like when I was first starting to grow Mm -hmm. and I saw the growth, I was like more motivated by it. And I loved creating random content or new 
new things that people haven't seen. Um, but it never stressed me out. So I'm like, if, if you don't enjoy doing that, if you don't enjoy editing videos or editing photos, creating cool things, like the whole setup, the whole behind the scenes, like you probably like, it's not going to be sustainable for you, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I I love it. Thank you so much. You're like, you're so busy and you know, you have so much going on. And, and of course, whenever I asked you to be on the podcast, you know, I never know the answers that are going to come and I'm just so thankful. I will always be on here. You were like, okay. I was like, yes, because everyone (laughs) really like wants to see you again. There's certain people on the podcast that people want to revive back to it. And like now I'm on season three and you are one of them, a huge one actually. So getting you back on is amazing. And I always love catching up with you and now it's fun because we're friends. And so now I feel like this is just like a fun little chat. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't, I don't know. Like compared to the first time we like, didn't really know each other. And now I feel like I know you so right. well. I don't know. Oh. It's, it's amazing. No, it's definitely nice. It blows my mind. Like the community on here, like over a year, a little over a year ago, I was like, huh, maybe I should start focusing on my Instagram. Maybe I'll gain clients that way. <laughs> and then I expected to just focus on people like clients. And then I saw all these estheticians and just meeting all of you guys. And I formed so many friendships, like hung out with Ashley. Um, I know I'm so crazy. jealous. Well, well, we all need to get together. Ashley mentioned. I said that. A get together in Colorado in March. I so, think we should. I oh, definitely a hundred percent think that we should get together. I think we should yeah. get a fat Airbnb and fat. I think we should lose, <laughs> like lose control and live yes. our best lives. Yes. Ashley, I like, I know I will. When I went out to winter park, we had so much fun. I made them put their coats and their gloves and their scarves on at like midnight or one o'clock in the morning. I was like, let's go (laughs) on a walk. And they're like, aren't there bears outside? And I'm like, it'll be fine. You're like, you just clap two times and then, and then they run. (laughs) Yeah. And then we, we sat and had a kumbaya moment and it was so fun. Oh, I know. I love it. We're going to have to set something up. And I definitely, I can think of like 10 people off bat that I like want in the same room. We should do like a hot springs. You do not have to tell Uh, me twice. You know, I lived in Colorado. I will. Oh yeah. And that's where I went in steamboat. Yeah. Strawberry hot springs is the shit. Yep. Yep. I agree. Okay, Emily. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yes, and you, you are a busy me. person. So please start pumping out my t-shirts. Yes, <laughs> Everyone's t-shirts. <laughs> I will get on it. <laughs> Bye, girl. Thank you. If you liked this episode, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you can get all future episodes sent straight to your phone. And if you loved this episode, then please head over to Apple to write me a review so others can find me as well. Thanks for listening and I will see you next week. If you liked this episode, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you can get all future episodes sent straight to your phone. And if you loved this episode, then please head over to Apple to write me a review so others can find me as well. Thanks for listening and I will see you next week.